0: Hello, my friends, this is Chad. You're listening to the Cliff Notes feature of the Naked Leadership Podcast. Every Friday, we post a condensed version of this week's episode. Those of you that have little time to listen or want a quick reminder of the principles we discussed, we made this for you. If you're looking to enjoy the full conversation, just navigate back to the previous episode and you can listen to it in its entirety. Otherwise, get ready because there's a lot here in under five minutes. Let's go. We talk about negotiation being the heart of leadership. And every every result that we have in our life is a result of how we negotiate or how we relate to negotiation. So if, if you're listening to this thinking, well, you know, I'm not negotiating any big business deal or prices on supplies or wages with my employees or whatever, just know. Everything, every conversation you're having in your life, where you're working to get something done or to create something with somebody—I don't know, maybe say a, a marriage yeah, or your parenthood or
1: anything—that is, I am negotiating. With, you know, time with my wife, time away from the family. How that's you know, right. I'm negotiating that they'll support me. You know, vice versa, that my work will support me to be home with my family when when it's needed. Those kinds of things are every day.
0: Yeah. That's that's right. I even had a negotiation with myself this morning, <laughs> which was when the alarm went off at 530. I bet some people could relate to this negotiation, which is the alarm goes off and I had committed to myself to get to the gym this morning. And the, the when the alarm goes off, one part of me says, one voice in my head, one version of Chad says, oh man, it's all right. You can skip today you've done really good this past week. You'll go tomorrow. You could, even, you could even add an extra 20 minutes to your workout tomorrow. No problem. Just stay in bed. It's super comfy. It's warm. You got, got Katie to snuggle up to. And then another part of me, another version of chat is saying, hell no, you made a commitment to yourself. <clears throat> you said you're about discipline. So get your ass out of bed and go to the gym. And I'm having this negotiation, and I notice that my negotiation styles show up in those times too. If, if you think about
1: com- competition, it means I automatically have a presupposition that my interests are going to collide with yours. Usually <laughs> that's usually, and we've talked about interests and positions, but that's usually because I've, I've, conflu- I've flattened out the difference between an interest, my interest and my position. And so I think that if I have to get off of the position I have, I'm going to somehow lose something and I don't look and see how it, what are the other ways that my interest could be met? I just drive mm-hmm. off and compete. I have my inter, my positions compete with the positions of the other party. Even when they're, they're being flexible, I might even get suspicious because mm. feel like they're trying to subversively get me off of my position so they can get their way, which may be true, but they're getting their way also may give me more of what I want. <laughs> and you know what's crazy is if you are, you tend towards the competitive side and somebody is themselves on something and they, they, they're doing something, you may expect them to react the same way you would. Right. Right. And so you might not even say anything because you'll think, well, I'm not going to say anything. They're already involved. And yes. they're just get pissed off. When when in fact they may thank you for getting involved and putting oh, it.
0: So true. That's so true. When I am in always my competitor reject. style. Yeah. 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 When I'm in my competitor style, uh, and that's what I was trying to illustrate, but you put it so much better than I did when I said, you know, I will just fall in line. I won't if if somebody looks like they are beyond a certain point of discussion, yeah. I won't interrupt it. When I'm in that style, I'm getting I'm getting better, and I'm making different choices. But I won't interrupt and say, "Hey, are we thinking about this the right way? Or are we thinking about this? And you know, have we have we considered all the conversations around this? Because I'm like, no, they're already gone. Like they're they're you they're, know they're that far down.
1: We're not talking about like, these are strengths that turn into weaknesses because they're overplayed. They're not yeah. something you have to get rid of. It's like understanding when to apply them. Yeah, Being able to catch when they, if you're really comfortable with them, you know, we have, we have a tendency, at least I do, have a tendency to play what I'm strong at when I'm most insecure. So if I'm overplaying something, it's re, it's a sign for me to back off and l- maybe listen a bit about what's going on. But I notice that people have a tendency to think one is better than the other. When in fact, the way to kind of, become masterful at it, or, is to, you know, understand when they're appropriately used in the in the process. Um, that's really, I, I think, the most important thing is not to pigeonhole yourself into one or the other, but to understand and become and embrace, become familiar with what's going on.